Welcome, everybody, to the No Notes podcast. Well, tentatively, the No Notes podcast, where three guys claim to know what they're talking about involving sports, but, in all honesty, only one person knows what they're talking about, and two people don't. So, and that one person is indeed Sam. So, I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. What? That's a lie. Okay. <laughs> Sam knows what he's talking about. Matt and I don't. Um, but yeah, I'm H Double, and yeah. alongside me we got Maddie B per usual, and then we got Sam Cookie, the new kid on the block. You met him last episode. You guys want to say hello? Hello. What's up, everybody? Glad to be here again. <laughs> Obviously, Sam is not because of his introduction. So, oh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm not. I blame the weather, man. It's stormy out. I'm, it's, I don't blame him. We we still, yeah. you know, we're in the same complex. It's real stormy out. Hopefully, the power doesn't cut cut, uh, cut out on us. So, uh, we're just gonna have to hope that 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 goes. But yeah. you might hear some thunder. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's pretty muggy out, so it might yeah, our mood down. Yeah, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm ready to go. Honestly, I'm fired up. Oh yeah. Uh, we're talking about. We're, we decided we wanted to make this. Well, Sam decided. Um, I'm going to throw you under the bus. Sam decided to make this an NFL episode, although he tried to change it today, last minute, <laughs> which was kind of funny, but yeah, I called you out on that. But Sam wants to make this an NFL episode, so we've got some things we want to cover today uh, about the offseason. There's been a lot of, obviously, changes going on. We didn't really talk about the NFL besides Lamar Jackson last episode, so we wanted to, to make this an NFL-themed episode. And also, if you remember, after we go through some of the things we want to talk about, Matt has his betting little special surprise that he's going to lead us through. Um, no clue. We generally, Sam and I have no idea what he's planning in terms of what we're going to necessarily, we, we know we're betting on NFL stuff, we think, but honestly, he could have just been leading us down, you know, he could have just been saying that just to mess with us. So who knows? But yeah, so it'll be a fun episode today. I'm, I'm excited. He, he says, Matt says he's got his iPad ready to do his all sorts of research. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't even worry. I got you boys. Don't worry. <laughs> There's I'm gonna excited. be a lot of like lingo and fancy stuff pulled out. It'll, it'll be a good ride. Well, since, don't worry. Uh, I can't yeah. wait to see the. I can't wait to see the glaze over look Sam's getting and then give me of what the freak. <laughs> I can't wait to hear Sam talk because you know obviously he knows what he's talking about. So uh, that's true. Sam, yeah, I'm Sam's excited to hear what Sam has to say. That's true. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. We're gonna first we wanted to touch up. Sam brought up this prompt to us. He wanted us to. Give us our most impactful deal of the NFL offseason or biggest deal. You said biggest slash most impactful. Yeah. Same thing. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Who do you want to go first? Yeah. yeah. Well, before before we go first, it was a pretty open question when I brought the offer up because obviously the NFL um, offseason isn't over. It's not going that to be time soon. We're still waiting for a lot of people to sign like Omar and uh, Aaron Rodgers and a couple, a few higher known players like that. But um, there's still a lot of NFL stuff that's gone on lately. Yeah. But um, I, I'll let you start first, Charles. I want sure? to this. Okay. Yeah. So I decided to, I figured you guys are probably going to, when you see this question or what Sam brought up, you're probably thinking impact in terms of like, what's like a good impact. But I figured I'd switch it up and I want to give you like, an impact that I think is uh, negatively on the negative side. Yeah. I want to switch it up a little bit. You know, I thought to myself, let's do that. So it was honestly kind of difficult. I, I didn't disagree with too many contracts, but the one that stood out that I think is the most impactful in the, in the wrong way um, 
You ready for this? I think Jimmy G going to the Raiders is really as what I can think of as the worst, biggest, like big, you know, because I, I honestly, my opinion, the worst contract is like the Lions letting Jamal Williams go to sign Dave Montgomery. I don't know. Not the biggest fan of that. Um, but most impact, I went with a quarterback. I went with Jimmy G. And I say that because, you know, I don't really like the Saints signing Derek Carr either. But I know, obviously, he's a, they're both veterans, so it's obviously understandable that, like, you know, you sign a proven veteran. But with the Saints' excuse, you know, they had Andy Dalton last year, and, you know, they've kind of since Drew Brees retired, they haven't really had a, a set quarterback. So Derek Carr makes more sense. But the Raiders are moving on from Derek Carr to Jimmy G. I don't really see a big upgrade there. Uh, I don't see a Super Bowl there. Um I don't know. I just thought the Raiders should. I know they just traded for Devontae and obviously didn't work. I thought, and my boss agrees with me, Raiders fan, they should have rebuilt, to be honest, and drafted a quarterback and just started over. But it looks like they're going to try and go for Jimmy G. I was thinking maybe a one-year, two-year veteran gap deal for Jimmy G, drafter guy, but he's three-year contract. I don't know. Not a fan. I don't really see the the promise in that. So I don't think the Raiders are really going to go much further. I mean, I think Jimmy G and Derek Carr, they're like, Arguing who's better is like, you know, that's kind of difficult. They're pretty similar, I would say. I just don't really see the upside. So that's my that's my impact deal. So yeah. That's that's pretty fair. There's a valid reasons, definitely. Um, as as much as I want the the podcast to be, I want to argue with you about it. Really? So I don't yeah, I want to argue with you a little bit about it, but I don't see like I don't see any like upside with signing a guy like Jimmy G. I he's been pretty injury prone the last couple of years, too. And it's just been awful. I think we're I think we're kind of pulling some strings with Matt right there. He's a Jimmy G guy. <laughs> is he? Is he I mean, really? I would like to say I think it's actually not as negative as Charles makes out to be. Yes, do I, I think, think it should be a three-year? Do I think it should be a three-year contract? No. However, the reason why it was brought in is because Josh McDaniels is the one who's the coach there, and that is who Jimmy G got his start under with Tom Brady, so he knows the system. And when you look at it, Jimmy G actually is a better quarterback than most people give him credit for. Um, yes, he does have injury problems, and that's something that is a concern, like 100% for sure. But when he's on the field, he wins. And I think at a certain point, I think that's what Raiders fans need is, hey, I mean, look at all. I think he's only lost like once or twice in the fourth quarter after having a lead. Granted, one of those was Super Bowl. Yes, the Chiefs, which we win that one. <laughs> yeah, which is not, you know, not great for people who aren't Chiefs fans, you know. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, he's been really good. So in terms yeah. of like a contract wise, I think I agree with Charles. But when it comes to system fit and player wise, I disagree. Respectfully, yeah. No, I'm not definitely not trying to shade Jimmy G. I actually think he's a little more hated on. But compared to what you had, I mean, yes, the system's better. I think he could get more wins, but I just don't see the the real upside, like yeah. championship upside. Let's put it like that. So, yeah, I mean, I like what you said. Like, I'm not gonna say like it wasn't bad. I'm just saying right, from right, my right. perspective, yeah. that's how yeah, I, I hear it. that's how I view it. So you're lucky. I almost went with uh, Juju to the Patriots as the my bad deal. So, but Is I decided not deal? to. I decided not to. Well, I don't <laughs> know. Boo-boo. I mean, yeah, sorry, boo boo. You can make an argument for Juju to the Patriots. It sucks seeing a, a really good receiver on the Chiefs go. A lot of people were giving Juju crap before he signed with the Chiefs uh, last offseason, but he actually did really well with us. And, I mean, he balled out in the playoffs too. So, 
go get that bag, I guess. The Patriots paid him pretty well. And he said he wanted to play with Mac Jones, but I would also agree Mac Jones is in that tier of like I think he meant Bailey Zappy. No. <laughs> no, Their offense no is better with them. I don't think Bailey Zappy's coming back to start any game soon, but I would put Mac Jones and Jimmy G along with that tier of kind of like bland white bread will win you meaningless games, but won't actually win championships. Ooh. I'm sorry, oh Matt, gosh. but I have some hot takes to put out. Holy shit. I would put Derek, I would put Derek Carr on that list too. Like oh my goodness. If, if I were if I were an NFL GM, I would go big or go home. I would either like Charles's boss said, just completely blow up the team and try to draft a good QB. Or pay the big bucks for a guy like Russ, or Lamar, Aaron Rodgers, or maybe even Lamar. I don't know. Not, I don't know why no one wants to. Yeah, not not the craziest thing. So that's what I would do, though. Well, we got to go back to your original question. Oh, yeah, <laughs> remember? No, I, yeah, that's true. What is what is Matt's? Oh, uh, biggest impact yeah. deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make this quick because. We have, this is a good segment. This is a good segment, but we definitely time-wise, you know. But um, for me, when it comes to um, when it comes to my signing, I know I'm going to be a homer for this, but impactful. I like Jamal Williams, the Saints. Three years, twelve million, so very cheap contract. Uh, eighteen, I believe. Is it eighteen? No, I think okay. it's eighteen. So, yeah. so three for eighteen. And he's still very cheap, six million, whatever. With what Alvin Kamara is going through right now, who knows if he plays? So we have no idea. But Jamal just set what was it, a franchise record, right, for touchdowns in the season? I think for the Lions, which is passing Barry Sanders, and we all like to think he's a Hall of Famer because he is. Like that's pretty cool. And just the energy he brings, like I feel like that's a culture changer. And then with him and Derek Carr. I think that's a very low-key underrated backfield that could yeah. be very good. So that 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 for me, that was probably the most impactful. Like I would love Jamal in New England. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But you I got you just literally the opposite of what I just said. I thought the worst thing was the Lions letting him go. They signed Dave Montgomery for like the same money, and I really don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. You already know my thoughts. So yeah, if I were if I was a Saints fan, I'd be really happy to sign a guy like Jamal Williams. He had a career year, and like you said, comparing to Barry Sanders breaking his touchdown record in a season, that's amazing. Um, I would be crushed, though, if I were a Lions fan and see that we'd have, like, a like an ultimate prospect like that, breaking records, um, having the ultimate personality, loving himself as, like, an otaku, and just dropping him after one season. Hey, Autumn's, Autumn is not happy. So, yeah, you're covered yeah. there, Sam. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, Autumn. I represent for the BYU gang, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hashtag Jamal Williams. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Autumn's a Lions fan, so she doesn't get to experience much happiness, unfortunately. <laughs> Oof. Not gosh. a lot of exciting moments as a Lions fan. <laughs> Sam's just going after everyone today, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It, it might be the weather, dude. It might be the weather making me go off, but – um. I'll make it I'll make it quick since we're on a time constraint to like last episode. Um <laughs> hopefully you guys don't think I'm cheating a little bit, but my uh cheating. my exact well no, hear me out though. My exact thought for uh my answer to this question would have been Sean Payton, the head coaching hire for the Broncos, 
I thought it was an amazing hire. Yeah. It's, it's a team-friendly deal. Um, you probably couldn't have signed anyone else that would be a better impact for all of the players. And a guy like Russ definitely needs it for as terrible of a like a um, first year with the Broncos he had. Um, a lot of people are blaming the head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He was an absolute, he was an absolute hoax. Um, I'm hoping for that to be true. He's a really talented guy. Um, I, honestly, like Lamar, they they both have a lot of talent to them. They're both really good players. And yeah. I think Sean Payton would be the one guy to help the team up and actually perform well. So I like that answer, Sam. I like it. Same. I was thinking coach, but that's a good one. I like that. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly I was thinking about because you know time is an issue this episode too. I might have to make that our potential new name. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Late, I don't know, something with how we can't stay on time. <laughs> all right. Um so yeah, we're gonna we kind of just talked about with my discussion on Sam's uh, prompt. We talked about Jimmy G and Derek Carr. And so that leads into my, uh, what I wanted to bring up. And since there's obviously been some quarterback change, not as uh, crazy as the past couple of years, uh, especially last year, but we've had some change. Of course, we have, at least in terms of the big names, we're not going to name the Sam Darnolds in this, uh, in this exercise, sorry, Sam Darnold or Taylor Heineke. But anyways, um, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy G, Derek Carr, and Aaron Rodgers, assuming he gets traded, are the four I wanted to bring up. And asking real quick, though, quick uh, first question is: When I asked this, was Aaron Rodgers the easy answer for you two? The I thought Aaron Rodgers was uh, the odd one out. Um, okay, well then we're gonna, that's all I need to hear. We're eliminating you. I wasn't <laughs> sure. I wasn't sure if anyone would have a take of like Aaron Rodgers now. Anyways, Jimmy G, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield. So Jimmy G on the Raiders, Derek Carr on the Saints, and Baker Mayfield on the Bucks. Who's going to have the better or the best season of those three this upcoming year? Matt, you first. Oh gosh, um, you know I'm gonna go with my my. I'm taking Jimmy G. Oh golly, those are all. You know what? I'm gonna go with my guy. I'm gonna go with Jimmy G. Okay, that's who I'm gonna go with. He's been a winner. I like Derek Carr. I just don't think the Saints have enough weapons around him. They have Jamal, whatever, but not really any receivers other than Michael Thomas, and he's been hurt. I mean, Chris Olave Baker is Mayfield. Nice. Yeah, Chris Olave is nice. You're right. I forgot about him. But, yeah, so those two. Then you have um, in Buccaneers, you have Godwin, Evans, who are good. I worry about accuracy with Baker Mayfield, so that's why I'm not picking him. So I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to go with Jimmy G. You have Devontae Adams. Hunter Renfro is still there. You have Josh Jacobs. You have a decent O-line. Your coach that you know is there in that system. So I'm going to go with Jimmy G. Um, now, do I think all those teams are going to finish front under 500? Probably. Maybe the Raiders are one game above 500. But I'm going to go Jimmy G for mine. Sam? I would have to... I would have to agree with Matt. Um, I definitely, when this question was brought up to us, I definitely thought of Aaron Rodgers, but that's mm-hmm. only because of like an upside thing. Aaron Rodgers has proven like as much as he could prove. He's been in the league for a ridiculous amount of time, but he's a two-time MVP. He's really good, but um, I would have to agree with Matt though, with Jimmy G. He, he has a ton of weapons with them starting out of the gate. Um, 
he he's definitely proven himself to be like a winner when he needs it, except for the Super Bowl. But we don't talk about that. But yeah, no, um, I can't really see Baker Mayfield doing it after like the first couple of years with the Browns. He kind of fizzled out. But um, yeah, same with Derek Carr. Um, I'm a huge Chiefs fan, so I've seen Derek Carr play a lot, being in the AFC West with us, and he hasn't really he hasn't really like. A, wowed me anytime i've seen him play he kind of just does bare minimum that he needs he doesn't really ever seem to win close games unless it's from like his defense not even from him but um i think jimmy g is definitely the most um proven quarterback in that list well just to i i I agree i agree with sam on jimmy g of course i do have to disagree with him about Derek carr not winning games and stuff just because the reason why I say this, I, I do understand what you're saying, Sam. I disagree because Derek Carr has a lot of fourth quarter drives. Granted, does he get himself into those situations? I would say yes, absolutely. He throws a lot of interceptions, <laughs> but he does throw a lot of yards and he does make some throws. And I'm like, what the heck? So I agree. He does get himself in a situation and his defense is up to bail him out. But on the flip side, when he has to deliver for a team, Usually he does, and I do have to say, Derek Carr kind of has, out of that whole division, Derek Carr kind of has been your kryptonite as a Chiefs fan. So mm. I think he should get a little respect, a little I guess, respect. I guess that is true, yeah. He does get a little respect. I can only think Just of one little. time – I can only think of one time where he beat us with Crabtree balling out, but – should be I, I this mean, year, honestly, in that one well, game. But I mean, I mean if you're an AFC West <laughs> rival playing against the Chiefs, there's something crazy. They have a crazy record against Mahomes. They're like three and twenty-eight against him as a division. It's honestly ridiculous. And they're just that, they're they're just Chiefs win. <laughs> yeah, and that one win came from freaking Crabtree catching the same touchdown like five times over. If I had like a little replay like booth that I could show you, I want to show that play. Um, this is like 2017, I think. But they kept calling a foul in the end zone from uh, catching a touchdown pass. Crash. Oh, yeah. I remember that game. Calling it back and back. It was yeah. ridiculous to watch. But, yeah. I remember the the Mike Williams two-point conversion game when the Chargers beat you. I do oh, remember that God. one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Phil Rivers, one. man, that, they charged a good record that year. Yeah. But, uh, that was actually – that was a crazy game to watch, too. That and uh, the Rams game. I, and, yeah, the Monday Night Football yeah. one. Yes, but yeah, that game against the Rams, you can't even forget. They scored like 120 combined points. It's crazy. When Jared Goff, Tari Kill got me like 70 fantasy points and I came back yeah. and won yeah, <laughs> because I of those two. All right. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so I'm sorry I have to do this to you guys, but while Jimmy G may seem like the logical answer, it's the wrong answer because. Tell me who the right answer is then. It's Derek Carr. <laughs> I was going to say Baker Mayfield, but hell. You guys love um, Okay, no, I, I mean, being serious, I don't think – I think you guys think GG is definitely logical and reason, reasonable for sure. I just like I, – I honestly – it's almost like – because, you know, like you guys talked about, Jimmy G is definitely going to be in that tough division because I do think, you know – we'll get to this later. I'll talk, talk about that later. But I just almost want to get – like almost I'll give it to Derek Carr because – I think they should definitely win the division, and I think they can win 10 games. To be honest, it's not going to be that hard of a schedule. And I, I do like True. I do like Derek Carr when odds are against him, kind of like the a season ago when 
whole Henry Ruggs thing happened, the John Gruden ha- thing, emos happened, all this bad stuff. And that was like his best maybe season of his career or definitely one of his top. And so I feel like this season is going to be one of those ones where he's really good. And then he'll kind of fizzle out after that. So that's why I'm going Derek Carr. But if Jimmy G has a better season, I wouldn't be shocked. So that's all I'll say. But I just think Derek Carr's going to have a fire under him. They should win the division, win 10 games probably, because that division's really bad this year. Or it's going to be pretty bad, I feel like. I don't know. Panthers could be nice, but it depends on who, how the rookie does that they're going to draft. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm going Derek Carr. Maybe. They probably will make the playoffs. They should win the division. I mean, they're the best team as of right now, definitely. Yeah. Unless Baker can duel them out for it. Whoever wins the NFC South in the next season. <laughs> I Well... Oh, sorry. Oh. No, keep, keep going, Sam. Keep going, Sam. Oh, I I wasn't going to say anything besides uh, you guys have broken promises with Baker. I don't think he's going to do anything at all next year. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was well, more of a fan last year. I don't know about this year. He he definitely, he definitely like, balled out for like, the, the two games that he played. Um, he's definitely fun to watch, but he's just not that great of a QB, I don't think. He just sucks. Or, <laughs> That's what he's saying. He just sucks, yeah. <laughs> I'm being brash about it, but he just sucks. Fair point. And considering we're talking about different teams, um, we should move on to our next topic because I think that won't be a good one. It's which uh, – let's see. What, what what did Sam – I think this was Sam's topic. Sam, you had some good topics. Um, it was biggest improvement based off offseason. And now this counts for trades, signings, etc. So – it looks like, let's see, I think Charles started off with the first one. I started off the second. So let's go with you, Sam. Based off the offseason, which team improved the most in your eyes? I like how you're reading the topic to him when it was his topic. I like that. <laughs> right, I don't know why. Right. <laughs> hey. No, that's funny. Hey, man, get the job hey, done. I wanted, to, I, I wanted to read a topic. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be included. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I'm I hope you like my topics. I'm, I I do like Sam's too, but, you know, his were kind of general. So maybe a little, you know, maybe he'll hopefully you like mine. That's <laughs> whoa, whoa. I like your I like your fourth one. I think your fourth one, I think, is very. I'm excited for that one. I think yeah. it's very juicy. So but we'll stick to this one. Juicy. So, Sam. It's a very juicy Sam, which Which team or teams? Oh, yeah. I. I was really excited to ask a question like that because um, a lot of teams go through my mind uh, thinking about it. Um, Hopefully they probably are the obvious answers, but if I were to pick two teams, it would be the Jags and the Jets. Um, It, it, it it barely qualifies, I think too, for the most improved team that's going to happen next year because they both did pretty solid um, last season compared to the season beforehand where they both sucked, especially the Jags. They, they hired Urban Meyer. Like, what, what was the deal with that? But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, Calvin Ridley is the ultimate sleeper pick for the Jags. That's true. Um, yeah. They couldn't have ended their That's season. That's a good one. They couldn't have ended their season on a higher note, even though they did lose to the Chiefs. Um, the Chad they, Henney-led Chiefs. What? <laughs> the Chad Henney-led Chiefs. Oh, yeah, yeah. They actually <laughs> lost mean, to Chad Henney. I just have to say that. I mean, the Jags did, the Jags did come back, though. It was a good game. Yeah, it was, no, it was a really good game. Um, yeah, but no, um, really excited to see the Jags play. Um, last season, they absolutely balled out. Trevor Lawrence is growing into the number one overall pick that he was destined to be, which is good to see. Um, the Jets were amazing. They were amazing last year. Um, 
absolutely blew away the draft, um, picking up the best cornerback and debatably the best wide receiver, um, yeah. best rookie uh, cornerback and receiver. But, um, yeah, no, they they just actually picked up a goal Hardman from the Chiefs. Um, it actually makes it really sad because he's a really good wide receiver, and he's still young. I believe he's still 22, um, but the Chiefs just drafted him, and it's sad to see him let go. But I'm super excited to see how they perform. They definitely need a new QB, though. They cannot um, they cannot keep Zach Wilson. They have to move on from him and actually get someone real. Please, Aaron Rodgers or one more. I know, I know Matt and I are kind of Zach Wilson supporters, or at least we were last year. Um, hey, all I'm going to say is I know, obviously, after that Patriots game, which is terrible – Decided to bench him. I think that's when the season went downhill. If they kept him in, they would have made the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. No way. He was like there, seven and three or whatever. There's, there's or, definitely, I forgot what he was. There's definitely a little bit of bias because Zach Wilson is a BYU product. <laughs> um, he's he's absolute toxicity. No, yeah, he. There's, uh, yeah, yeah. There's that article. It wasn't good. on a reporter asking Zach Wilson if they signed a veteran QB, I believe, in the offseason. and Zach responded like, "I'm going to give him hell every week." during practice if we sign a veteran QB I'm going to be the absolute worst like backup QB there is I was like what are you doing man I don't know if he meant like that but yeah uh anyway so that was Zach Wilson he's not really worth talking about <laughs> um <laughs> yeah okay so you agree with me he's yeah. not worth talking about should I, should I go next man yeah you go yeah, next because right. I have a team that hopefully no one says but well I'm gonna piggyback off Sam off the was it the first topic yes off your first topic uh, that we talked about. And so that's why I didn't say much about it. Cause I'm going to, for this, uh, who I think is going to make the biggest improvement for me, it's almost, I mean, there's two teams. I like the bears just cause they lost so many games and I, they added a lot in free agency. Obviously the DJ Moore trade too, but I'm going to go with the Broncos. That team is really, really good. And they're way better than the, on, on paper. They're way better than the record showed last year. And they made a couple signings, you know. They got an O-lineman from the Niners who was pretty good. And obviously, like Sam, you mentioned, the biggest deal or impact is Sean Payton, and I agree with you in that sense, and that's why I'm picking him to have the biggest improvement this year. So if Russ – if I think Sean Payton can get something out of Russ. I think they can definitely have a huge leap because, what, they won four games, five games? I think they could definitely they win were, I think they were four and 13. I they think can win double – they can get double-digit wins with that team. I, I really do think so. I mean, they've got a great team. So I'm going Broncos. I think Sean Payton can figure it out. I, I believe in him. So, yeah. You believe in him? Yeah. It's always good. Nice. Um, so, for me, one of my teams was the Jags. I like that pick, Sam. Um, I like how all of our teams have been AFC, and I'm still mm-hmm. going to choose AFC because I feel like the NFC is losing a lot of talent, I think. Um <laughs> But when it my my sleeper team is actually in the division that the Patriots are in, and it's not the Jets, and it's not the Bills, it's okay. the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. Okay. okay. And I like the Dolphins. I like how they made a trade for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Now, to have him opposite Xavier Howard, I think is going to be really nice. And then I think it it almost like. I think having Aaron, probably Aaron Rodgers in that division, because, you know, hasn't been traded yet, but probably will. Having Aaron Rodgers with the Jets and Josh Allen in that same division, so you play them four times a year, having two corners that can pretty much defend anyone, 
Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, I think is amazing. Like, it's almost like that move, move makes even more sense now than when it did. Like, when I saw the Dolphins were trading for Jalen Ramsey, I was like, okay, I guess they're going for it, but they already have a decent defense. Like, what, like what's kind of going on? And then you hear Aaron Rodgers trying to go there, and the Jets have just gotten Alan Lazard and, you know, some of these other players. And you're like, oh, shoot. That actually makes sense. And so, to me, I think the Dolphins, like, maybe they might win one or two more games, but I think they actually look better on paper and will do better. Maybe not game-wise, like, compared to the Bears, like you said, Charles, or, you know, some of these other teams. But I think they're better. I like it. I like it. Well, I mean, it's tough because obviously Tua being healthy is going to determine all of that. So. And I don't know what other moves are going to be made, like in the, the draft, because Miami does have some draft stuff, right, and all this other stuff. But I mean, I'm basing this off of if everyone is healthy. Granted, we know everyone's not going to be healthy. Like, like the thing is, is like maybe later on, like I know there's been rumors that Cooper Cup might be getting traded because the Rams are kind of like rebuilding, you know. Like if he gets traded somewhere, whatever team gets him, that might be like the new team to beat, right? Ravens, so please. Sign <laughs> that's not that's not happening that's <laughs> not happening um but i don't know for me the dolphins just seem like a really good choice as of right now yeah i like it you guys are with teams that are a little more proven i would well yeah proven which yeah. i definitely because like, like the jags the jags are such a good pick because they are like super bowl contenders you know so i like that i like that pick I like both your picks i don't have anything negative to say about them so no negativity. No, no negativity. No, no negativity. No. I might have some negativity with our our, our last NFL um, thing we wanted to talk about. Oh, our last. What topic. is our last topic, Sam? Oh well, try <laughs> to pick this one out. He, oh yeah, Nike like cherry picked this one. I don't. Cherry I don't know picked. Him, but I feel like that was this was a straight up like you weren't expecting this. Like this is a yeah. unique. Oh, one. I definitely wasn't. I definitely wasn't when you brought. This is it. like a. This ain't a cherry pick. This is like a. Two on one, full court. They're trapping me, and I, I break away, and I pull up, step back three, it's and the, I nail it. Jump fade. This ain't a cherry pick. <laughs> so you, you keep going. <laughs> the Chiefs signed Jawan Taylor and yeah. let Orlando Brown walk in free agency. Was this a good move by the Chiefs? <laughs> I let you. Was this a good on. move by the Chiefs? Was well, this a good move? That's my report. Did Jawan Taylor play for? Is it 49ers? The Jets. Yeah, I don't know. The Jack. Oh, Jack, Jack, Jacks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack, Jacks. Yep. So wait, what did I'll, you say? I'm sorry, I was. Oh, I I said I'll let you start, Charles. Me? Yeah, I'll sure. let you, you brought it up. I'll let you. Okay. Start. Well, if you can't respond to this, I wouldn't be shocked. No. <laughs> um, okay, so lost her words. Obviously, so something that Sam and I always kind of laugh about slash bond over almost in a way is like Orlando Brown because we'd always talk about. When we watch Chiefs games, we always talk about him and be like, man, he got beat again, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we'd always be like, because obviously the Ravens had him originally. We had him originally. We traded him. We got a first-round pick from the Chiefs. And Sam's always like, oh, why did we trade for him? He sucks. And so it was always really funny. And, you know, obviously the Chiefs weren't obviously too high on him for what he wanted. So he obviously left, went to the Bengals, AFC rival. But the more I looked into it, to be honest, the more – kind of was questioning the Chiefs' decision-making here. So I actually do not think this was a good move by the Chiefs 
prior to what you probably thought, Sam. I actually think this was a bad move, and I the Chiefs might be crumbling before our eyes already. Is that is that what we're, we're hitting here? This move kind of shows me that. that. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, okay, so okay, this is so yes. I think Orlando Brown had. I, I know he made All Pro and stuff, and I I don't think I think Mahomes made him look a little better than he was because I did notice when he would get beat a lot, Mahomes would just kind of naturally evade that's you know the left side and his blind side because that's kind of what he does and this you know that's you know who Mahomes is he always kind of moves so I feel like it, it made Orlando Brown look a little better than he was but you can't deny that he's got some definitely some talent and left tackle is very important you know for protecting your quarterback and so obviously the Chiefs let didn't agree with him they signed Jawan Taylor four years 80 million dollars 60 million guaranteed right but here's the thing. I know that they believe he can be left tackle, but he was a right tackle before. And you got to switch him over. And that's not necessarily super easy. You know, that's an adjustment period if they do switch him over. Right. And to be honest, he wasn't even that great last year. His PFF grade, which is what I use to determine this because I don't know all I'm in that well, was 58.7. I trust PFF enough to at least help me with an argument like this. 58.7. Orlando Brown. He agrees to four years, sixty-four million, with how much guaranteed? Hmm, forty-three million. He's getting sixteen million less than what the Chiefs paid Jawan Taylor, which I really don't understand. And his PFF grade was a seventy-five point eight. Now, obviously, I think it might be a little better because of Mahomes. But what are the Chiefs doing? Like truly, like why would they just keep Orlando Brown? They already have the chemistry. He's a left tackle. They sign a right tackle for more money, who they think can switch to left tackle, who honestly hasn't. Proven as much as Orlando Brown, because Orlando Brown has at least made all pro, you know, and right. he's that graded be- better by, you know, PFF, which is pretty reliable. Whose phone is that, by the way? <laughs> That's my phone. Damn, That's you're fine. trying to ruin my Trying to distract you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, what did the Chiefs? I, I think that I honestly don't get it after looking at it. Like, why? They signed this guy for more money. Yeah. Um, why did they just keep Orlando Brown if that's what, unless maybe he got less than what he wanted, which could very well be the case. But still, yeah. I don't know, $16 million less than they signed this guy for. I don't get it. Chiefs might be crumbling. Their first mistake. No, bro. There's no way they're crumbling. And the Broncos bro. rise? What? Broncos country? <laughs> Broncos are Broncos rise. Same with, with the Raiders, Jimmy G. Bro. Yeah, go ahead, Sam. I know you want to talk, so you can go next. I I don't want to make bold assumptions, but um, Orino Brown was absolutely the last um, tackle that we needed to worry about. He definitely... <laughs> His PFF, grade, his PFF grade was definitely a little bloated because of okay. the rest of the O-line around him. Um, we did not need to keep him for the amount of money that he was wanting. Granted, we did sign Jawan Taylor for a lot more than Orlando Brown ended up signing for. And we also gave him a, a ton of guaranteed money. But um, I think it's a lot of a better deal for the Chiefs to walk away from Orlando Brown. I don't think anyone... On the Chiefs liked Orlando Brown. He's only good because he's big. He's six foot eight. Not a lot of people are six foot eight, but um, I have I have beliefs in Jawan Taylor. Uh, I haven't dug into it too deep. Oh, that is a lot of money to sign him for for um, a left tackle. Four years, eighty million. Four year, eighty million dollars. Right. Uh, oh, right, right, right. yeah. Um, just, but, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just <laughs> the point. But um, no, I mean, I like the pick. So you don't care, really? Not well. 
I don't blame it'll you. It'll make you look. It'll still, make me so. look kind of dumb if I say yes, but pretty much, um, there wasn't a lot of like high hopes with Orlando Brown. I think the whole fan base was um, angry at him because he basically was a turnstile for Patrick Mahomes, and like you said, that's kind of more his blind spot to where people where the tackles need to more focus on that left side and not get Mahomes blown up. I don't think Orlando Brown was doing a good job at that. Um, most of the sacks that the Chiefs allowed last season were on that left side, and they were mainly because of Orlando Brown. Um, do, you have, uh, do you have the stats for me on that so you can prove it? I I can't say I have the stats, <laughs> but I do no, have I'm my just brain. Messing, I'm messing with you. Oh, I know you're messing with me, but um, Orlando Brown is definitely replaceable. He was not that great. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree, but like I said, the, with the move they made to replace him didn't make much sense to me. I will give you this, though. You brought up a good point. The whole potential team chemistry thing with him, I think that's a very valid point. We mm-hmm. don't know how much truth there is to that, but I think that's very valid. So I will give you that. He also did say last year would be his prove-it year. Granted, he did. He proved it. it. Well, he, he technically he proved it. He was he was behind Patrick Mahomes. He had like Creek Humphrey and Andrew Wiley next to him, though. I mean, everyone else balled out and kind of lifted him up with him. He only got All Pro because it's just he's just on the Chiefs team, you know. He's, well, why didn't like the guards get All Pro or like Wiley get All Pro? Why did he I get? I I don't think that's a a question I can even answer. But <laughs> I, I don't know. It was definitely questionable for him to be All Pro in the first place. He. He um he quoted that last year would be such an improvement of a good like football year because the year before that he was pretty terrible and the truth came out that he was a heavy drinker. Um, he quoted I believe on Twitter that he would stop drinking in hopes that his performance would be better. He got everyone's hopes high, like really high for the upcoming season. His performance was better. I don't really know what you're talking His about. His performance to be was better, but it's not that great for team standards, you know. Like you're on the Super Bowl. Guy. I don't know what you're playing on a want. Super Bowl level team. <laughs> that's that's like that's I like don't know. Me. You, you guys won the Super Bowl. I say that's pretty good that, enough standard. That is true. That's like putting me on the team and like expecting me to do everything, even though I did nothing, and everyone else is just so good around me. Hey, left tackle is the most important position for O line. It's all I'm saying. Look. Um, it is a good I, when, when Orlando Brown get. I know sometimes he gets beat good, you know, solid chunk, but when he gets on someone, they're not getting they don't get by him. That's all I'm saying because he's so big. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think the Chiefs, like I said, I think it's they're kind of, I think the crumbles are, 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 are a, apparent. It's not, it's not a crumbling. They have all this cap room and all these picks, and this is how they're going to do it. Juan Taylor is, is great still. They have a bunch of picks too. They can do, they let Rojo go. Really? They still have cap space. They can <laughs> We can do what but <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, I can't. I can't talk. You've won two Super Bowls already. Yeah, we've won two Super Bowls in in four years, so that's pretty good. We've been to three. Yeah, out with the old, in with the new. Who have who have we drafted? Creed Humphrey, Mahomes yeah. himself. The the I'm nitpicking at the smallest thing right now. What were hey, if, oh, if Mahomes gets blindside sacked and gets hurt this year. <laughs> Remember this conversation. It'll be because of Juwan Taylor. Yeah, remember this conversation. <laughs> I don't think. And when Joe be. Burrow wins the Super Bowl because Orlando Brown protects him so well on his blind side, think, remember this conversation. I think I can. I think I can trust Brett Veach in making a move like this. He's only. We just we allocated we allocated the whole time, and Matt hasn't said a single word. 
We Matt, probably allocated overtime. This is man, fun. Yeah, Matt, Matt, here, give us your little take on this. You know, we have like one minute. Let's hear it. I have like zero minutes, but it's okay. So, <laughs> um, my rule of thought, I think the Chiefs paid way too much money for a right tackle to shift him over to left tackle. That's my honest opinion. Um, do I think the Chiefs lost in this deal? Yes. The reason why I say that is because Orlando Brown walked to an AFC opponent who will beat them in the AFC Championship game this year. Well, no, they're in, going to the, in the, the AFC Bengals. Championship game. The the streak oh, ends oh, next year. I'm just oh. saying if they do if they do get there, the Bengals are winning because they actually have protection now Ooh. for Burrow. Uh, so with that being said, that <laughs> yeah, you lost Andrew Wiley said, too. Ouch. We did lose Andrew Wiley. That sucks. <laughs> All right, sorry, Matt. With that being said, with the last like basically five minutes we have, <laughs> you know, it's not, um, not as bad as last time. So <laughs> no, not as bad as last time. Um, let's go into the sports betting. How's that sound for people? Yeah. Okay. It sounds great to so, me. I'm excited. So for sports betting, for those of us who don't know, okay, basically how it works is you have uh, basically in almost like an like a plus or minus odds. So let's say you're minus 150. It means you have to bet 150 bucks to win 100. Whereas if you're at plus like plus 100, like plus 100, or like let's say plus 120. You bet a hundred and you win one twenty. Does that make sense for people? So, real quick, just if you if it's minus one fifty and you bet one fifty, but you only get a hundred back. What's the point in that? What's the value there? Okay, so here are you get are you ready? So here's a hypothetical example. Yeah. At FanDuel Sportsbook, Buffalo Bills QB Josh Allen is the favorite. That is his lowest odds. To win the NFL MVP at plus seven hundred odds, so seven to one. Okay. Meanwhile, Derrick Henry has plus seventy five hundred odds. If you bet ten bucks on Allen, you could win seventy dollars. And if you bet five dollars on Henry, you could collect three hundred seventy five. Right. So it's a bunch of it's multiplication to translate that, which I can't do right now. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the reason why they have the minus is so that way, like, so here's an example. So an example is, um, let's see here. Not sponsored in by the, FanDuel. Yeah. Um, in the AFC West Division right now, the Chiefs are at minus 150 to win the division. Boo. Because because what they're saying is if, if we had it at plus 100 or whatever, we would lose money because we believe that the Chiefs are going to win. Does that make sense? Kind of. Because like everyone would bet on them. Exactly. So then the casinos yeah. and the sports books. Okay. Money. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. Hey, give me that Broncos bet. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm so, just, you, you keep going. So with that being said, there are a couple bets that I think I I kind of like that could pay decently well, depending on what how much you bet. So you so, want our you want our approval on these bets? You know, get that. No, I don't need your approval on the bets. Oh. I'm just saying for oh, for those okay. for those listeners good. who are listening, I have a couple good. I, I think a couple good options that I like. Okay. This is okay. Matt's little insider information. Hey, man, maybe, yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, we can't. We're, we can't little, bet. Yeah, Matt can. We can, can unfortunately. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. For context, so, Charles and I don't even live in an area that we can sports bet, so we just have to sit back and watch. I'm all ears. Yeah, we're all ears. So, right now, the regular MV, the regular season MVP award by Cedar Sportbook 
The leader is Patrick Mahomes at 650, Joe Burrow at 750, Josh Allen at 750, Herbert at plus 1100, Lamar at plus 22, Aaron Rodgers at plus 18. Those are just some like interesting ones. Um, for me, I would say if Lamar stays in Baltimore, probably don't bet. But if he goes somewhere else, like let's say to a team with a wide receiver, Good. I would bet on him to an MVP this year at plus twenty two hundred. It's good value. You put ten bucks down, you get two hundred twenty bucks if he wins. Wait, where was Jalen Hurts? That I didn't hear him. I was just curious. Jalen Hurts is at plus twelve hundred. We really should have. And I remember talking about like Jalen Hurts is like last year my long shot to win MVP. I know he didn't, but like imagine if you only bet like you know ten bucks last year and he did, that would be crazy. Here, yeah, yeah. Do you have, do you have like so, a quick? I know this might be off what you were thinking. Do you have a quick long shot MVP that you can name us? Like, like shot, real yeah. long, like a seventy five hundred. Yeah. You're talking about, you know, a quick long shot. So you want seventy five hundred or above? Well, is that I would consider that like long, long shot for sure. Okay, long shot for me, who I like actually. Yeah, because I think it could be a bounce back year, especially with Sean Payton. Oh, Wilson, I was actually thinking that thousand. Okay. So, so you, bet 10, bucks, you 500. bet 10 bucks, you get 500. Whoa. Might have to do that. Man, you might have so, to do that. <laughs> might have to do that. Okay. So there's one. And I know we're running already short on time. So we'll we'll do. No, you, 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 you do what know, you want. You do what you want. Well, no, because we don't know who all is doing what. And we can kind of adjust to see. We can do this maybe later on in the um in the year. We'll go to like the divisions. As of right now, Super Bowl winner. We'll go for that, okay? Right now, if you place a bet right now on the Kansas City Chiefs, they are the odds-on favorite to win at plus 600. So basically, you put in 10 bucks, you get uh, you get 60 if the Chiefs win, which there hasn't been, an, there hasn't been a back-to-back winner since the Patriots in 03-04. So, yeah. with that being said, I might be a little homer but currently, I really like the Cincinnati Bengals at plus a thousand. You like Cincinnati? They've been Super Bowl, then AFC Championship. Probably should have been back into the Super Bowl, but I like them at plus one thousand. Just real quick, now, where are the where, you, the where are the Jags at on there? Just curious. The Jags are at plus twenty five hundred. Now, I think that's a good one too, like a more of a sleeper one that has a legit chance. I like the Jags. They have not. They have the ninth best odds right now. Aren't the Lions tenth? If I remember right, the Lions are eleventh actually. Ooh, Autumn does have something to root for, Sam. <laughs> but if you want a long shot one that I think potentially could be nice, and if what I'm saying is maybe correct with my team that I like in the off season, you could do Miami Dolphins for plus three thousand. Ooh, 3,000. 3,000. And that's okay. the winner. But I definitely do like the NFC Conference winner. That one could be kind of fun, too. You had the Chiefs at plus 350. But let's say you want the Jags. It's plus 1,300 for them to be the winner, like going to the, to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Are, are you officially placing any bets today, or are you waiting? Um, I'm not officially placing any bets today. Um. I think I might maybe a couple days from now, maybe just to um, just to see, you know, place it in like the long shot right now, you know, so that way it doesn't, you know, hike up on me. 
But you know what? For MVP, I think I'm probably gonna do I'll probably do Joe Burrow and Lamar, just like ten bucks on each, probably. Or maybe twenty. I'll do twenty on, on Joe Burrow probably. Ooh, and then for my AFC better. conference winner though, I'm gonna double I'm actually no, I'm gonna do Super Bowl instead. I'm probably gonna go Bengals. Okay, Matt. There we go. Hey, so, from what I remember from last year when we talked about this stuff, kind of preseason stuff, we talked about like uh, who we liked in awards and stuff. We were mm-hmm. kind of on the money with sleepers last year, so maybe we can do that again this year. The only guy we weren't yeah, right we, about was Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to look at the divisions because we can always do that as a parlay where you choose all the winners and stuff, and that can get you a good payout. So we'll have to do something like that. Hey, I'm I'm down. You just tell us what the bet is, what you're thinking, and we discuss it. So, anyways, those in. are Maddie B's. That are, those are Maddie B's picks for this week. <laughs> nice. I didn't hear any Chiefs in there, Sam. Yeah, no, no Chiefs. Well, the thing is, is I like the Chiefs. Though. I like the Chiefs, except for they just you have yeah. to bet a little bit more to earn more because they are so good. But yeah, you're, you're not going to get as much payout unless you really go exactly. In. I mean, it's a safe one though. So, like, if you're like, man, I really want 350 bucks, I bet 100 on the Chiefs to win the division. Well, actually, no, you have to bet 115 to get 100 bucks. So yeah. it's like, eh, it's not worth it to me, you know. Yeah, no, I, I agree with Matt. It's it's a really safe pick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Which nothing. isn't a bad thing. I mean, if you're a fan of the Chiefs, I mean, that's what you want, right? You want to yeah. be the safe yeah. pick. So and you want to, yeah, you want to be the safe pick, but you there isn't as much like a, like a gambling factor with them. Yeah, I think that's why people like doing the MVP or AFC or NFC Offensive Rookie of the Year, all that kind of stuff. So more of those bets will start coming out once like the draft class has come out and everything like that. So I think it would be a fun time. You know, we can kind of monitor it throughout. So I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. that That's what kind of makes more sports betting fun too, is all the separate categories and unique little things you can bet on even. Mm-hmm. Fun. Sweet. Good job, Matt. I liked it. Is this, Thank you. This gonna, this I, I'm kind of impressed. Is this going to be a weekly thing or maybe like once every two weeks or monthly? I think probably once every two weeks until maybe like the NFL starts up. Then we can kind of do like weekly oh. bets with that. Oh, okay. You know? So I think that'd be kind of fun. Probably some yeah. NBA playoffs potentially. Yeah, Although, NBA playoffs for sure. NBA, once NBA that comes out. Right now, so. Once that comes out, yeah. So I think we'll do probably it's like a bi-weekly or not bi-weekly, um, bi-monthly. So like, you know, yeah. twice a month. Yeah. But yeah, those are my picks for now. Um, I'll, I'll hopefully get a little bit more info. But yeah, so it, it's a fun time to just kind of look at the lines and see how it is. And, you know, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah, only if you're winning, though. <laughs> that is true. I mean, that is part of gambling that's not fun. But... Yeah, that's true. And your choice is FanDuel? Um, if it was me and I had to do stuff, FanDuel is pretty good. Um, I, I know that I, all one. know is that they sponsor a lot of podcasts. I'm pretty sure. So they I, do. You know, yeah, maybe just gotta keep working. They probably, <laughs> I, well, the gambling industry makes like so much money, though. It, it doesn't really surprise me at this point. Like with all the advertising that FanDuel does, and there's also like uh, Bet MGM too. They do all sorts of stuff. They do. It's just crazy how much money goes around. All right. No notes. Tentatively, episode two. Tentatively, the new, the new era, the new 
Is this season three? This is season three, then. This is season, yeah, I guess, or just season two, and not everything else before was season just one season. I don't know. Is there going to be? We can decide. We can decide. Is there going to be a new like character arc with a new season coming? Then, like, is a new like plot line or anything like that? I mean, the plot line is roasting you, Sam. Yeah, the script says Sam will lose every debate. That's what it says. I don't on know. The if notes, that's so. a plot, like, honestly, Sam, you're like low key the next like Skip Bayless the next, on our podcast. The next Skip Bayless. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. You get a lot of attention. <laughs> I'd rather be more like the Stephen A. Smith, where he you're the, no, you're you're, you're literally Nick Wright. Nick yeah, you yeah, you're Nick Wright or Skip Bayless, bro. That's who you're you Nick are. Wright. Okay. <laughs> All right. If I'm if I'm Nick Wright, then then you're Max Kellerman. Who me? Yeah, I would call you Max Kellerman. Bro, I didn't, say, I didn't say Brady's going off a cliff. I'm a Brady guy, so I can't be Max Kellerman. Uh, maybe. I don't know. He does have a lot of bold <laughs> takes. Wait, who am I then real quick, Sam, before we end it? Um, I don't know. I've, I've Brian Windhorse. No, <laughs> we've, we've named about... No, you're, you're, you're Booger McFarlane, Charles. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Sam. That's no, just who I could think of. It's okay. okay. It's okay. I'll be Shannon Sharp. It's okay, boys. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Let's let Matt be Shannon Sharp. I would actually be pretty proud to be someone like Shannon Sharp. He's pretty cool. Shannon Sharp literally said Bray was gonna fall off a clip too, so that automatically disqualifies him. So sorry, Matt. True. Well, oh my gosh, goodness. No, gracious. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out later. We gotta we gotta I go run right now. Please. We've ran over time too much. I oh, a final thought. I would actually love to be a guy like Max Kellerman because he actually hates LeBron. He absolutely hates LeBron. I, I, oh, I, we need to have a LeBron talk soon. Yeah, oh my god, you hate LeBron? LeBron. That's funny. Oh, I LeBron. think that is. I think that's a great. I think that's a great ending of the podcast right there for sure. Yeah, that that actually it's a little cliffhanger for our viewers too. Um, tune in next, tune so next episode. We will all uh, just go around and roast LeBron, and we'll actually get Max Keller on air to talk about LeBron. So, all right, see you guys. <laughs>